welcome back to my podcast. This week we're talking all about the art of storytelling. I'm going to take you guys through the steps you need to take to make and create an effective story that is going to help you connect with your audience. If you'd like to know more about storytelling, why you should do it in the first place, you can definitely go and check out my blog post that is coming up this Friday or my upcoming YouTube video that is coming up this Sunday. Here we're going to keep things practical, so if you're looking to write or create a captivating story for your brand or your business, keep on listening. Alright, let's dive in. So what is a brand story? Before we start, I just want to specify what a brand story is and what it is not. Let's start with what a brand story is absolutely not. A brand story is not an essay about your company or your business. It's also not something that's only reserved for the marketing team, so for marketing purposes. And it's also not a tool to manipulate your customers or your prospects. Your brand story is a story that tells the reason why your company does what it does. It gets across the motivation of you and maybe your team. It tells the people why you wake up to do your work every day. So it gives a transparent view into the people behind the company and it should be used as a tool to build relationships with your customers and to build a real community. So in essence, a brand story is there to help you connect with your audience. Stories are usually filled with emotions and most prospects are buying at least partly on emotional connection. So having a story is one way to engage emotionally, which will in the long run lead to more sales. Having a brand story is also going to help you to stand out of the crowd. Whatever it is that you're doing, you're likely to have multiple competitors and you want the customers to come to you. So having a story where they can really recognize themselves in is going to play in your favor. Because everybody wants to be a part of something, storytelling is going to be particularly helpful and beneficial to lifestyle brands. So those of you who are in essence not even really trying to sell a product or a service, but who are more trying to sell an experience, if this is what you're trying to do, then you should pay extra attention to the story behind your brand. Okay, so what do you need to tell a story? Simon Sinek, who is an American author and motivational speaker, said it best when he said that people don't buy what you do or what you offer, they actually buy why you do it. So to really know your branding story, you have to make sure that people know the why of your story. And to help you do that, there's something called the golden circle. The golden circle is a circle that has an inner core, a middle core, and an outer core. The inner core is the most important and contains the why. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is the reason that you started this business? And what is the reason that you're still doing it? The middle core is the how. How will whatever you're doing now be of help to your audience? The outer core is the what. This is where you talk about what you're offering. So this is where you introduce the actual product or service. When conveying your brand story to your audience, you should communicate it in this order. Talk about your why first, then talk about the how, and then end with the what. The reason why you should do this in this order is because when you talk about the why and the how, you're communicating with feelings and dealing with human behavior. And storytelling is all about making that connection. So when starting out, you should tap into the emotional side of things first, and begin to educate or build awareness from there. Okay, so now that we have the order of our story, let's talk about some other essential elements of storytelling. A good story should always have a character, a conflict, and a resolution. Let's start with the character. 
every story revolves around at least one character. So you need to introduce the people involved to your character. In content marketing, the people that are involved are your readers. So storytelling can't actually happen without valuing and understanding your audience. You need to make sure that potential customers can get the answers to their questions and also see themselves as characters in your story. If you do this, they'll be more likely to use your product or service and experience what it is to be your customer. It's important for your character to be relatable to your niche, so you need to give some backstory, set the scene, because the more information you give, the easier it will be for your audience to put themselves in the character's shoes. The character is basically the connection between you, the storyteller, and your audience. To make sure that you're focusing on the right character, start off with your buyer persona, which is the semi-fictional representation of your ideal buyer. This can help you to understand the goals and challenges that your character will face. If your buyer persona is a full-time college student, you might know that time is probably not on their side and that they would describe themselves as busy. So you should keep that in mind for your storytelling. No matter who your buyer persona is, the art of storytelling is making sure that you empathize and relate to your audience. We can tell stories from different points of view. You can tell it from the first person, the second person, or the third person. The first person of view means that you are yourself the character, and when you're using this type of language and storytelling, you get more of a professional vibe and you can use this to build authority. You can use this when there is a person or an author behind the content. So for instance, if you're trying to sell your books or building a personal brand, then the first person point of view would be excellent for your storytelling. When you're using the second person point of view, it means that the character is your audience. And this means that you really need to understand your buyer personas and that you should tell the story in a way that shows empathy. When you're using third person point of view, you're going to have a lot of he said and she said type of language. Stories from this point of view can be both fictional or non-fictional. It doesn't really matter which point of view you use. What's most important for storytelling is to decide on one and to keep it consistent because consistency is key when it comes to content and storytelling. Okay, so now that you have an idea of the character of your story, it's important to understand the conflict. The conflict is a lesson in how the character transforms through challenge. So there needs to be an emphasis on the lesson. Keep in mind that when it comes to content marketing and storytelling, the power is in what you are teaching. So as I said, the emphasis needs to be on the lesson. So the conflict needs to fit the needs of your niche. Think of your prospects. What problem needs or wants do they have? And emphasize these in your story. Show how your product or service will solve their problem or give them what they desire. So when I say that you have to have a conflict, I don't mean that you should be overly dramatic. You still need to be genuine. Conflict should just drive the overall story and affect how characters react. And this is what should inspire audience to engage. Make sure that the conflict fits your prospect's problem, need, or stage of the buyer's journey, because if it doesn't fit, they will not be interested in reading or hearing the story and they will not be able to connect. 
If your audience can get answers to their questions or problems and envision themselves as a character, then they will buy your product and make usage of your service. The last element of a good story is a resolution. When there's a conflict, your audience will naturally want some sort of resolution, an answer to their problem, and they will want to know how the story ends and what the character or characters did to change. So your resolution should wrap up the story, but should also clearly call your audience to action. Your goal is to sell something and you can't do this without showing the value of what you're trying to sell. Since now you've already built a connection, you've created a conflict, it is time to show how exactly your characters solve the problem and preferably with your product or service. So here are some storytelling best practices. As a brief summary of what we went over, the first thing is to use a conflict to create emotional appeal in order for you to connect with your audience. And you should also be consistent and more importantly, you should be authentic. If you're not authentic, your audience is going to sense that and they will turn to someone else or another business that can also provide a solution to their problem. People have a very sensitive reader when it comes to those trying to take advantage of a situation and it's not fun to feel like you're not in charge of your own emotions. So rather than focusing on what you want to get out of telling your story, it's really important to shift your focus and think about how are you going to serve your audience. When you are truly focused on improving or enhancing their lives, then your intention becomes pure and that is how you create a solid brand, a solid brand story for for your company that is based on value. Once you've done that, it will be a lot easier to convert those customers into friends and to achieve a lot of growth. All right, you guys, this was my podcast about creating a story that captivates your audience and that really resonates with them in order to connect with them and to get those sales. So if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate it, share it on your social media, and don't forget to tag me. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And then I'll talk to you in my next one.